When we're constantly being bombarded with crisis stories in the news and the unrealistic expectations posted all over social media, it's no wonder our hearts are fidgety, anxious, and dissatisfied. Today on Bloom, we'll discuss how to make over our restlessness by anchoring ourselves to Jesus. I'm your host, Jennifer Robinson, for July 28, 2023. Welcome to Bloom. This is a podcast designed to inspire, encourage, and grow women in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. We are wrapping up our summer spiritual makeover series. It's hard to believe that we've already come to the end of the month of July. And what a better way to close this series out by getting to the heart of the matter. So we're talking about the heart. As a quick recap, we tackled forgiveness in week one, how we need it to experience a deeper, richer relationship with Jesus. Worship in week two, how it's more than just singing songs and lifting hands, but a posture of submission. And prayer and fasting in week three, giving up the physical to gain the spiritual. All of these are areas of our spiritual maturity that need a small lift or a complete makeover. If you missed one or are just tuning into Bloom for the first time, I would encourage you to go back and listen. I think you will find each one relatable and applicable. And the best part, we're growing in Jesus together. So this week, we are talking about our restless hearts. Why do you think we struggle with restlessness? Restlessness is by no means a new concept. The Bible speaks a fair amount on restlessness. I guess God knew it was something that we would deal with, so he made sure to talk about it. We go to um, several passages in scripture, and we could find um, all kinds of verses on the topic of restlessness, anxiety, things like that. But I love Psalms. The book of Psalm is a raw and relatable book that speaks heavily to anxiety and calamity. And for this episode, we're going to be focusing on one of the most famous Psalms, Psalm 23. Six simple, sweet verses, but chock full of peace, power, and promise. Wherever you are, I just want you to take a second and settle your heart and just listen to these words as I read them over you. There is something incredibly powerful about just being read God's word and just taking it in, listening to it. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I believe this passage preaches directly to the restless heart. It whispers, be still to our soul. It calms the chaos. To make over our anxious hearts, we're going to unpack these verses a little bit so that we can speak life over two areas that trouble our heart. Two things that are at the root of restlessness, and those are discontent and fear. 
With media being such a prevalent piece in our daily lives, we are constantly being flooded with information, information that is right at our fingertips. When we're scrolling, we're consuming content that is not only disruptive, but detrimental to our spiritual health and growth. Now, some information is edifying. You might come across a sermon piece or a Bible verse, something that lifts you up and encourages you, points you back to truth. Sometimes information is purely entertainment, like video tutorials on hair and home remodeling. I catch myself all the time watching those kind of videos. But most of the time, you'll probably find that the news and the media information are generated by one of two things, either they're scare tactics, current events and theories that gain attention by speaking to the corrupt and crumbling world system around us, causing us to lose sleep and rob us of our peace. Or secondly, the news and media is generating a theme of dissatisfaction by highlighting unrealistic expectations of what life should and could be, how your home could be, how your kids should be, how your relationship should be, how you should look, who you are, basically any and all areas of your life, distracting us to the standard of living according to an elite group of people known by a lot of people in the social circles as influencers. These standards drive us to invest more of our money, our time, and our resources to replicate this idolized way of life, convincing us that we will never be satisfied until we duplicate their lifestyle. And the result of consuming this information on a daily basis causes our hearts to either become anxious or dissatisfied. In other words, we become restless. So how does Psalm 23 speak to the disrupting lies and contaminated content we hold in the palm of our hands every day? So let's look at the opening verse. The Lord is my shepherd. We could seriously stop right there and draw all that we need from this first statement. The Lord is my shepherd. Two primary functions of a shepherd are to protect and provide for the sheep. David, the writer of this psalm, was very familiar with the role and responsibility of a shepherd. And one of Jesus's I am statements in the New Testament is, I am the good shepherd. It's a clear identity of God. So God protects us and provides for us. His protection and provision are perfect. They are unmatched. And David has full confidence of this, which is why he said, I shall not want. I lack Nothing. With God as his shepherd, David has all he needed. In the sequential verses, we see how God demonstrates his shepherd heart by both protecting and providing for David's spiritual, emotional, physical, and even eternal needs. In the next section of the passage, David speaks of God's tender care toward his spiritual needs. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for you are with me. He leads me in paths of righteousness. A lot of times I love, I love reading the part where he talks about leading me beside still waters because it's a calm, it's a peaceful kind of retreat picture that we get in our minds. And a lot of times the Lord does do that. He does lead us to a place that is peaceful and it is calming, even when maybe life around us doesn't feel so so calm and peaceful. 
but he leads us in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Helping us to focus and shift our our mindset, shift our focus, shift our hearts away from maybe what's happening in the world around us. And what does God's word say? Pointing us back to the truth of his word. What a reminder when we are overwhelmed. God, our good shepherd, leads us to still waters. He calms us and restores us. But do you let him lead you to the still waters? Or are you so submersed in the distractions of your hectic, hurried life? Are you so consumed with the fear-driven content that you are consuming that your soul has no peace? God wants to lead you in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. He wants to point you to His Word, what the truth of what His Word says, to be consumed completely by Him and not the narrative of the world. If we fail to allow him to wash us with his presence by sitting in the stillness, then we will replace confidence with doubt, peace with anxiety, and joy with discouragement. David knew God as the lover of his soul. He delighted in his presence. And even when David was being pursued by his enemies and was fearful of his very life, walking through the valley of the shadow of death, he knew his shepherd was with him. He was restored by the stillness and the peace that God gave him. And he went back to God's promises, his unending promises of who God is, his faithfulness, his character, his goodness, his unchanging ways. And he wasn't overwhelmed. He wasn't discouraged. He had faith over fear. Because as we know, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the confidence of things not seen. So David said, while he walked through the valley, not after he left the valley, his confidence never waned. Then David continues to say, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. David is addressing his emotional security in God. While the news and media direct our focus in Um, directions of deceit, doubt, and discouragement, David says God's rod and staff comfort him. God's word, his voice, his promises, his character, it comforts him. When our hearts are aching with restlessness, when we are drowning in thoughts of fear, we need to take a hard look at what our source is. If we read the conspiracy theories and the fear-driven narratives in the media, then you will be sucked into the deep, dark hole of anxiety and worry. But when we continue to set our gaze upon God, who He is, the truth of His Word, we are comforted. And isn't it good to know that not only is God infinitely good, but He's infinitely sovereign He's in complete control. So unlike your social media and your YouTube influencers, he sees and knows everything, but he also holds it in the palm of his hands. God's word is not just an opinion or a theory. It's the king of heaven and earth's authoritative covenant binding voice. And it's speaking directly to us today. It's just as applicable when it first was written thousands of years ago, to today. David further speaks to how God shepherds us by protecting and providing for our physical needs. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. To be anointed with oil 
signifies that God brought restorative healing to David. Uh, Even today, we practice this same thing. When we are praying for someone for healing, we anoint them with oil. And even with David's enemies right on his heels, David said that God is sufficient for me. And because God has all that I need and his goodness never runs dry, my cup overflows. David said, you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And then finally, David speaks to God's provision over his eternal life. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Better is one day in his courts. But for those who have committed their lives to Christ, we will be in the house of the Lord forever. Our good shepherd covers all the bases, doesn't he? He leaves nothing untouched. And when we recognize that following after our shepherd, making him our source over the media news and the YouTube influencers, we are filled with his amazing peace. We are, we are satisfied and we are sustained by his presence over the material things. We focus our hearts on heavenly things over earthly things. And even when the world weighs us down, and it will try to, we can place our confidence and hope in God's promises and hold fast to the truth of his word. Psalm 61 says, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Let him lead you to the still waters to quiet your soul, to quench you with the truth of his word. Fill yourself with him and not the things of this world. When you fill yourself with him and you are overflowing with him, then you will have no spare room in your life for the things of the world. Turn down the content that is polluting your thought life and keep your eyes on the shepherd. Thanks for tuning in to Bloom today. We are incredibly passionate to see women grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. So if this podcast is an encouragement for you, I would love for you to leave a comment. It's so nice to hear from you. Also, it would bless me to share this with a friend so that we can continue to grow together. In the meantime, keep growing and God bless.